Thank you for joining us today for this life-changing message from River of Life. This past week, one of our pastors, Al Terrell, went home to be with the Lord. So in honor of him today, we are playing the last message he preached at River of Life, entitled, A Matter of the Heart. May your life be changed by the powerful words that Pastor Al shared with us. Hallelujah. Glory to God in the highest. Better is one day in your courts. Hallelujah. Better is one day in your house. Hallelujah. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand. I wouldn't want to be anywhere else but in his presence. Hallelujah. I don't want to be anywhere else but to be found in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is so good. He's amazing. He's far better than I deserve. Amen. How many of y'all feel like today that he's far better than you deserve? Amen. You know, God is wanting one thing from us. He's wanting a surrender. Amen. Every day, there's a call to surrender. Amen. And I want to give him my all. Amen. He owes it. Yeah, he, 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 he deserves it. It's owed to him, right? That's how I feel. Amen. I want to give him my all. Hallelujah. Mm. Surrender all. Y'all sing with me. I surrender all. Come on, lift your hands with me. All to Jesus I surrender, I surrender all, all to him I freely give. Trust him in his presence daily live. I surrender all. I surrender. I surrender, Lord, 
I give myself to thee. Fill me with the love and power. Let thy blessing fall on me. I surrender all. I surrender all. All to thee, my blessed Savior, I Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's the call of the Spirit. Hallelujah. God is calling for a surrender. Amen. God is calling for our minds, our spirits, our hearts to be surrendered to Him. Hallelujah. I hear the cry of our Father calling to His children. I need you to surrender. I want to use you. I want to establish you. I want my blessing, my power, my endurance to be on your life. But first, I need a surrender. Hallelujah. I need a surrender. We're dealing today with a subject of matters of the heart. Hallelujah. God has been dealing with me for months now. Amen. Establishing his word through me through a dying, through a surrender, amen, through a being obedience to his word. His word is life. In the face of destruction, in the face of turbulence, in the face of sin, in the face of sickness and death, his life comes forward when we surrender. Hallelujah. You want some change? You want God to come in and shine the light? You want God to establish his word? Do you want God's healing? Do you want his deliverance? Then surrender. Hallelujah. It comes through surrender. God is examining our hearts. Amen. He's examining our minds. He's examining our passions, our desires. What is it that you really want? What is it that you're really trying to acquire? Is it his ways? Is it his will? Is it a devotion to serve? Is it a commitment to him? Or is it really about you? Hallelujah. See, I remember a day when my ways and my heart was not aligned with the will of God. I remember the age around 20, 21. I was just getting out of high school, just getting started into college, and the Lord was dealing with me. I was the type back then. I was in church. I was brought up in church. I went to church every Sunday, but my ways did not align with God's words. My life did not align with being committed to God's will. And I knew it. 
I knew it. There was a pull on the inside of me. God was requiring more. God was, was beckoning me to come and to lay my life down so that I can really live. But at the point and at the time I thought I was living, I was living the lavish life of, of doing what I wanted to do, how I wanted to do it, and when I wanted to do it. And I thought that was everything, but I was dead wrong. God was trying to reposition me, so he was speaking to me. He was calling me. You see, I was the type back then that I can go and go to the club and, you know, and mingle in the world and invest in the world and still be on, in church on Sunday morning. God help me. Amen. But God, through his word, there was a, a, a reestablishment of who I really was. There was a reestablishment of the true identity of who I really was. And God had to break down the confines of my mind and redevelop and really promote who he really is. So in knowing who he is, he's the alpha, he's the omega, he's the beginning and the end, I had to submit. I had to get on bending need. I had to get on my face and repent before the Lord. Because I understood that my ways were not his ways. And my thoughts were not his thoughts. So I knew that I know I needed a new identity. I needed a new direction. Amen. So I began to search. I began to pray. I began to seek after God. I began to commit my ways to him. And through his word, he gave me his precious Holy Spirit. Amen. He broke down the boundaries. He broke down the, the, the sin habits. He broke down the, the, the addictions. He broke down the things that I was desiring from the world. And he began to redirect my life through his word. You see, God on today wants to redirect your life through his word. He wants to give you new habits. He wants to give you new desires. He wants to give you new convictions. He wants to give you new thoughts. He wants to give you a new mind. But we got to get tired of the same old thing. You see, I was tired of going to the same places, going to the same, uh, same area with the same people that promoted nothing, but nothing good. It was helpless. It was hopeless. It didn't bring me any benefit in life. And I understood that. Amen. It was nothing but destruction and chaos. And I knew that God had more for my life. Amen. You see, some of you are sitting here on today and there's nothing but destruction and chaos. And you know that God has more for your life. And you come to the end of your road. That's where I was. And you understood that God had something better for you. That God had something fresh. And God is asking one thing. That you surrender on today. Amen. Let's examine God's word. 
Jeremiah 17, 9 to 10, say this. The heart is deceitfully, above all things, desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his deeds. You see, God is testing. God is searching. God is looking. God is observing your life. And you can't hide. You, you, you can't run. God desires you. He wants you. He wants to plant you. He wants to use you. But we have to come to the end of ourselves and allow God to begin a work in us. You see, deliverance, salvation, healing begins when we understand and we know that God is fully in control. And we got to allow God to be fully in control. He knows your thoughts. He knows your ways. Let God arise. Let God come in. Let God fully establish. You know you got a call in your life. You know you have a destiny in him. Let God arise. Let God establish. Let God live in you. Aren't you tired of living beyond your limits? Aren't you tired of living underneath where God has called you? Aren't you weak? Aren't you sad? Are you desiring more? Are you hungry for something different? But God is calling you today to a better life, to a fulfilled life where he can rise above your situation, above your problems, above your circumstance, and make today a new day. Hallelujah. There's a new day, and it's here. Hallelujah. God knows your thoughts. Psalms 139, 1 through 12. Oh, Lord, you have examined my heart, and you know everything about me. You know when I sit down and when I stand up, you know my thoughts. Even when I'm far away, you see me when I travel, and when I rest at home, you know everything I do. You know what I'm, I'm going to say. Even before I say it, Lord, you go before me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me, too great for me to understand. I can never escape your spirit. I can never get away from your presence. If I go up to heaven, you are there. If I go down to the grave, you're there. If you rid, ride the wings of the morning, if you dwell by the Father's oceans, even there your hand will guide me and your strength will support me. I could ask the darkness to hide me and a light around me to become night. But even in the darkness, I cannot hide from you. Even in the darkness, you can't hide from him. It's the last days. 
God is aligning his church and his people. Amen. The fields are white for harvest. He is asking for laborers to go into the harvest. Amen. But he's preparing the people to be ready. In order to be ready, we have to be fully submitted. We have to be fully committed to the will and the purpose of God. And he's requiring in that total surrender. Amen. I, I, I heard the old saints of, of old used to say 99 and a half just won't do. You see, in this hour, 99 and a half, it won't do. Amen. You're wondering why you're running into these stumbling blocks and you're running into the same occurrence over and over and over again. It's because 99 and a half, it won't do. He needs full commitment. A full yes, Lord. In your spirit, in your heart, in your mind. Amen. He needs a fully committed heart unto the Lord. Romans 12, 1 through 3 from the Message Bible says this. So here's what I want you to do. God helping you take your everyday, ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, walking around life, place it before God as offering. That's what he's seeking. Embrace what God does for you is the best thing you can do for him. Don't become so well-adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without ever thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out, readily recognize what he wants from you, and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to this level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. You see, God is maturing. God is developing. God is strengthening. God is quickening. God is adding his voice. He's adding his character and his nature to you. He's empowering you to come to a place of change. But we have to surrender in this moment. We can't make it on our own power. We can't make it in our own strength. We can't make it in our own authority. You see, I found that out years ago. I found it out without God, I'm going to fail. I found it out without his voice speaking into my life, I'm going to be misdirected. And the only, only time I can really find my place of happiness and contentment is in his presence. The Bible says in his presence, there's the fullness of joy. Joy unspeakable and full of glory. Don't you want his glory in your life? Don't you want his habitation dwelling over your life, his hand on your life? There's nothing better. I promise you. I've been in those dark areas. I've been in the pit. 
Hallelujah. And I was never satisfied. I was never content. I never had full joy. But God called me out. Hallelujah. One day. God brought me from the miry clay. Hallelujah. God brought me from the pit. Amen. He stood me up. He dusted me off. Amen. He made me new again. He made me a new creation. Old things are passed away. And behold, all things became new. Do you want a new life on today? Are you tired of the circumstance? Are you tired of the, of the darkness? Well, come to Jesus. Just as you are. Amen. I had to come just as I was. Amen. But he made me over again. He wants to make you new on today. There's a way that seemeth right unto us. I know the culture is saying that, you know, you don't want to listen to the word of God. Those people don't know what they're talking about. That's a way that seemeth right. The culture was saying that you need to enjoy your life while you're young. That's a way that seemeth right. The culture is saying, have it your way. That's a way that seemeth right. The culture is saying, go ahead and live and let live. That's a way that seemeth right. The culture is saying so many things that go against the, the very word of God. But I promise you, that's a way. That seemeth right. Proverbs 14, 12 through 16 say this. There's a way that seemeth right to man and appears straight before him. But his end is the way of death. Even in laughter, the heart may be in pain and the end of joy may be grief. The backslider in heart will have his fill with his own rotten ways. But a good man will be satisfied with his ways. The godly thought and actions which his heart pursues and in which he delights. The naive and inexperienced person is easily misled and believes every word he hears. But the prudent man is discreet, astute, considers well where he is going. A wise man suspects danger and cautiously avoids evil. But the fool is arrogant and careless. God is asking, he's requiring us on today to consider our ways. It's a matter of a heart. He's searching our heart to see, are we really for him? Are we against him? He's searching our heart to see, are we really committed? He's allowing us on today another chance to really receive him as Lord, as Savior, as King. And he has so much more than the world can give you. The riches of God are beyond your comprehension, beyond your understanding. The embrace of God. The spirit of God, the power of God, living on the inside of the believer is so much more than this world can ever give you. But you got to say no to the world and yes to God. You can't have it both ways. 
You can't be unequally yoked. You can't have one leg in and one leg out. We have to be fully committed to God. Amen. That's what the Spirit is saying on today. Amen. I believe in my heart that God is a chain breaker and that he forgives all sins and that he will truly keep us from sin. You see, the barrier, you know, the complexities of sin and the damage that it creates is devastating. But if we harness to God's word, to God's principles, amen, God will keep those who want to be kept. Who believe that on today? He's a keeper to those who want to be kept. His word will be established. He's a lamp unto our feet. He's a light unto our path. His word is sure. And he will keep those. I'm talking about he'll be a healer. He'll defend you. He'll cover you. He'll protect you. He'll give you strategies. Amen. To live and prosper and be in good health. Even as your soul prosper. But we got to be fully committed. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to be fully committed. Amen. Question is, should we really continue in this bondage? That's the question we need to ask ourselves. Should we really continue in this detriment? Should we really continue in failed opportunities to be with God, to connect with God, to rest in God? Or should we continue to live in doubt, unbelief, and under restraint by the kingdom of darkness? You see, I want life. I want life more abundantly. Let's go to Romans 6. Hallelujah from the word of God. Romans 6. I'm going to start with verse 6. And I'm going to go verse 6 to verse 4. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that grace may abound? By no means. How, could, how can we who died to sin still live in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ, Christ Jesus, were baptized unto his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. Newness of life is before you. Amen. Newness of life is greater than anything the world can give you. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go to verse 6. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing so that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. 
I don't want to be a slave. Amen. I want to be a, a blood wash, born again, believer. Amen. I want to be free. Amen. I don't want the world's strategy and the world's plan dictating my life. But I want the, God's power and his authority being effective in moving in me. Amen. Like never before. And that's God's will for your life. He wants his breath. Amen. On your life. He doesn't want you tied up and mixed up in the world plans and in the world schemes. God's calling you to a higher level on today. Hallelujah. Go with me to verse 12. Hallelujah. We're going to unpack this word on today. Help us, Holy Ghost. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. You don't have to obey those passions. Amen. There's a better way. Do not present your members to sin as an instrument for unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to God as instruments for righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you. How many of y'all believe that? Since you are not under law, but under grace. That's the grace of God. That sin has no dominion over you. Hallelujah. Verse 15. What then? Are we to sin? Because we are under the law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you're present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that you who were once slaves of sin have become obedient to the heart, to the standard of the teaching of which you were committed, having been set free from sin, have become slaves to righteousness. Amen. I want to serve. Hallelujah. Somebody give him a praise. I want to become a, a slave to righteousness. I want to be committed to the kingdom. I want to be committed to his word. I want to live and not die. I want the joy of the Lord to be my strength. Amen. I want the favor of God going before me. Hallelujah. The favor of God is here. Amen. His righteousness is present. The question is, will you commit to him today? Will you give him your heart? Will you give him your mind? Will you give him your affections? Will you give him your passions? Will you say yes to his will? Will you say yes to his way? Will you be fully committed today? He's searching the heart. Turn with me to Jeremiah 17, 5 through 10. And it says this, 
Cursed is the man who trusts in man. It makes flesh his strength. Whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in parched places of the wilderness in an inhabited salt land. But then it says, blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out his roots by stream and does not fear when heat comes. For his leaves remain green and is not anxious in year or drought. For it does not seize the bare fruit, the heart of the seafold, above all things, and desperately sick. Who can understand it? I, the Lord, search the heart and test the mind to give every man according to his ways, according to the fruits of his deeds. We're living in a time where we need more than what we can provide through this flesh. We're hearing of drought, of turbulence. We're hearing of earthquakes in diverse places. We're hearing of disease and famine. What do we do in a time like this? We grab hold to the word of God. If we look back to verse 8, it says, He is like a tree planted by the waters that sends out his root by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. It's getting hot in this hour. Amen. We don't have to fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. We need a sound mind in this moment. And the soundness of our mind only comes by the word of God. Grab hold of his word. If you need healing, grab hold of his word. If you need deliverance, grab hold of his word. Amen. If you're in a destitute place, grab hold of his word. Apply the blood to your heart. Apply the blood to your life. It's effective. It will cleanse. It will heal. It will deliver. The blood still works. Salvation still works. Amen. God's word is sure. Grab hold of his word. Amen. One more scripture. We're going to wrap it up with this. Amen. Turn with me to Romans 1. I want us to see how God's seen us in this moment. How God has seen the sin of this world. Amen. And he's desiring for us to come out of this world. And to come and draw close to him. Verse 18. Romans 1. 
The wrath of God is being revealed from heaven against all godliness and wickedness of people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. We're seeing it, y'all, every day on television, in our communities, at the schoolhouse. We're seeing it in these school shootings. We're seeing it in politics. We're seeing it all over this nation. Verse 19 says, what may be known about God is plain to them because God has made it plain to them. For since the creation of the world, God's invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature has been clearly seen, being understood from what has been made so that people are without excuse. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave him thanks, nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools, and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. Amen. But God, he's searching the heart. He's looking for those who commit not to an image, but to a God that sits high and looks low. He's looking for a people that's going to be committed to serve him with humility, amen, with a heart that has died so that you can live, amen. God is calling us to die to selfishness, to our own selfish will, to our egos. He's causing us to die to our own understanding Come beyond your limitations, your lack. The world is not going to resolve your issues. There's only one answer. His name is Jesus. He's Emmanuel's baby. Amen. He's water that comes from a rock. He's the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way to the Father except through him. Would you come on today? Those who are weary, those who are thirsty, you will find rest for your soul. But you got to come. He's searching your heart on today. Thank you again for watching our message from River of Life. If this message has touched you today, or if you need someone to pray with, please contact our office at 850-926-1200 or email us at info at rolcrawfordville.com. We also want to encourage you to visit us Sunday mornings at 1030 or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Please visit us at rolcrawfordville.com for more information and directions.